I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Congratulations on closing on the new home, my Thank friend. Thank you very much. It's the most fun you never want to have again. You know, it's a, just a great time. Really, you don't want to go head to head with a, the listing agent and then the, the seller that doesn't want to move out. No. <laughs> no, okay. That's fair. You know, it's an, an eye-opening experience. I'll, I'll say that. Um, you know, you, you, until you've gone through it, you really don't know about it. You can read all the bigger pockets articles that you want. <laughs> it's not, you just don't know until you buy a house. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it here in Mecklenburg County, North Carolina. We'll see. Moving, moving all over the place. I know. I was like, where is this guy? I'm probably going to hang out. You should start up like uh, SEO fight clubs in all the cities that you're in, you know, okay. just like yeah, invite we'll SEOs over and just beat them up. Cool. See uh, how pugnacious the crowd is out here. Yeah. It's got to be a little different than uh, uh, where you were last at, which is who knows. Cool. Seattle. Oh yeah. Well, I kind of, you know, I was like, think about this morning when I was drinking coffee, <laughs> the first <laughs> time that I was a little bit missing Seattle, I'm like, oh, this coffee is not as good. This is actually the first time I miss Seattle a little bit of all the well, things, right? Seattle's the birthplace of Moz, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, Did you ever is. go by the headquarters when you live there? No. <laughs> I don't yeah, know where it would have been. Suck. <laughs> uh, yeah, SEO Moz. Remember, they dropped the SEO part. Yeah, because they wanted to be more inclusive. <laughs> Even though it, they really just spoke to, focused on SEO afterwards anyway. But that's I cool. like that Rand Fishkin like, kind of shits on him now. Does he? I thought that... Well, he still has uh, equity. You know, for whatever they sell, if ever. Definitely very like, it didn't work out well. (laughs) You know, like, I think he has a lot of regrets for sure. Yeah. If you read a lost and founder, I actually read his, uh, his book and it's about like the, you know, low points of his experience. So he's very transparent, maybe a little, Um, almost too transparent. Did he get uh, Steve Jobs? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if that's exactly, I think he got to a point where I don't want to say anything that's um, inaccurate, but maybe like he didn't feel like he was being as effective of a leader as he was in the past and, and felt like it was his time to move on and had another CEO they felt was more capable for that phase of Moz to take over. That's my understanding. If that's not it, then I'm, I'm an idiot. And I don't remember. <laughs> that's well, that. <laughs> honestly, I, this episode isn't going to be about Moz, by the way, we're no. going to talk about something really, really cool, which is, well, it's not really cool because nothing in SEO is really that cool. Um, That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah, so it's cool for SEO uh, is citations. Um, we're going to talk about what they are, why you need them, why they're important, where to get them, where to get them in bulk, how to manage them. Pretty much a little bit of everything that you need to know about citation management for your local SEO. Uh, but before we get into that, yeah, uh, Moz, it definitely isn't the company it was. Like that, it was like the leader in the SEO industry for a really long time. I couldn't tell you when it kind of went away in that direction because people like MozCon, Seattle's still like the cool hip tech hub, a lot of startup stuff. Um, People still respect like the whiteboard Fridays. They're pretty cool. They go in depth. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know how the clout kind of went elsewhere. I, I couldn't put my finger on it. But like from a tool standpoint, like Moz's tools, like OpenSide Explorer, it's probably a name that you haven't heard in a long time. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're, you're onto something already. I got it. Yeah. Like all of that, that, that was like the standard for the industry. Like I didn't know of a single SEO that didn't use OpenSight Explorer at the time. You're right. That, last time I used it must have been six or seven years ago. Maybe yeah. not that long ago, four or and five. Like, and yeah. just that small time frame. I mean, I think we, we were at 
um, a legal conference together. What was it? Avo? What, what was the lawyer at? In, in Vegas. Lawyeronomics. Didn't they call? Didn't they call it Avo? No, it wasn't Lawyeronomics. It was for it was for Avo, I think. No, Avo's hundred percent was Lawyeronomics up until the end. Was it? But did they call it Avonomics before that? <laughs> Avocon? Av- Avocado Anonymous? <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, that was, uh, I remember we saw the, the person that took over from Oz. The, it's a girl. I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but she spoke at it um, and she did a really good job. But man, pretty much since that time, about 2013, 2014, they've just disappeared. I, I can't think of any anything that any major like SEO practitioner that would recommend their tool sets over over the better ones out there i I think what happened is you just had like the scent of some other tools that kept on really um hitting it with the community like they kept on rolling out new features and functionality and it kept on like being what people were looking for and every single time moz was rolling out like new features people were like eh this isn't like on point and i think that's what started to create the gap now that you mention it because at the, at the core of everything, it was always a tool like Moz, SEO Moz, I'll put, throw the SEO back in there. They were an SEO agency and then they spent a lot of time developing tools and then they pivoted in, into st- straight up the tools. Yeah. And they've just been playing catch up ever since. Mm, catch up. So, um, catch up. you know, we can start with citations by kind of doing a segue with how Moz, you know, was trying a lot of different products and they actually were doing Moz local which I was one of my first ex, uh, times being exposed to a third party building citations for me besides yeah. that. <laughs> well, local. So, yeah. um, so we, we will talk a little bit about them as, as a tool that, that, you, that you can use. Um, but let's first talk about what a citation is, right? Of course. So a citation is a reference to your business on the internet. And just in the same way that the yellow pages existed as a phone book, it still exists in a different form, but online through different data aggregators. Now there's some major ones out there. Uh, so like, why is this important? Why would you even care about this, right? Because it's a really fundamental part, I believe still to Google's local algorithm. So showing up in the map packs, Google has to have accurate information about a business location uh, to verify in order to to trust it and show it up higher than other location. And so it needs your name, address, and phone number, your NAP. Um, there's even another, what's well, a NAPL, which is name, address, phone number, lander, or landing page. So yeah, the, the URL is in there oftentimes yeah. as well. So why not? I don't know how, I mean, that's just important for link building in general um, uh, to like whatever page it's pointing to. Um, but the the key thing of it is the accuracy of your name, your address, and your phone number. Um, so some of the bigger ones are like info group and it's, it's important to understand that like there's, there's a few major businesses that own like all of these, right? So you can even go to like yellowpages.com or whitepages.com. They're all owned by like the same company and their ability, your ability to like update your information on these like websites is generally like going through a certain provider. Like most of them have like, um, primary relationships with like Yext, which is why I don't like Yext, but they have the most amount of connections uh, to update this information if it's like incorrect. And the worst thing about all of this, right, is like all of these websites, these data aggregators, they're very, very lazy. Um, so they'll pull like information initially from some, I don't even know where it first comes from, like some business registration website or something, you know? Yeah. Like in Florida, we have SunBiz. Um, right. So it must like crawl some some sort of like government website for like businesses 
Um, and whatever it finds on there, it's going to publish it. And these other websites will crawl each other. And if the information is wrong, they don't, they think it's a new business and not the same business. So like if it's the wrong phone number, maybe you change locations and you update your phone number, but you don't update it on like whatever other thing. And now you have like multiple listings and there's like, in, in the ecosystem of these websites, there's like hundreds and hundreds of them. And if you add in stuff from Canada, there's like three, like 400 plus websites, right? Well, like, you know, it's funny about this conversation so far is that you can almost argue in, in some ways that citations are just like the most complicated aspect of all of SEO in like some ways, because it's just like, they're wait the a most, second, how the hell does this actually work? They're the most giant pain in the ass um, <laughs> concept and all of us the other and it's a very simple thing right it's just your name address and phone number the minutiae of it is, is interesting right so uh, let's say you have a suite that your business is located that's pretty normal for your business to have a suite number and the way that you refer to it in google my business might be spelled out suite on your website it might be abbreviated uh, on another website, it might just be like the hashtag or like the number sign and, and what the suite number is. And the, the verdict's still out of like how important it is for like that stuff to actually really match, right? Or like, do you abbreviate boulevard or do you spell it out or you abbreviate street, right? So there's all these like kind of tiny little things. And some of the websites you can't even like have the same format in it. And so I don't know how important it is to really have it that accurate at that that level, um, some people will argue till they're blue in the face that it, it is important. If you're a listener and you think it does, you have like a case study you want to show me, I'd love to like look at it. Essentially, going back to what we're talking about, a citation, right? That's all it is, right? It's it's just a reference to your business with the name, address, and phone number on another website that exists out there. I think for me, just the, the thing that's always most confusing and most complicated is just the fact that going back to almost what you said, that there's main aggregators, right? So you said, what, Infogroup? Is, is one of them. Yeah, that's I, one. I believe that lo- Localese or something like that. I think Infogroup and Localese are the same company now. Oh, geez. So here we go. But there's another. There, there's like, uh, and when we, get, we talk into like, we'll talk about the tool sets here in a minute. That'll show you like what, what your accuracy is across some of these major aggregators. But there's really like eight super important ones that feed into all these other other websites. And if, if you ever just Google image, like the local uh, SEO ecosystem, you'll, you'll see like how massive, like the, like the footprint is for these websites. Right. So things like Apple maps pulls from like other ones, Bing is even a thing <laughs> like Bing maps, um, yep. map quest, even though it's owned by Google is, is also one, but it, you update it at a different place that you would update something else. Right. Um, and so it's just a giant mess. It's a shit show, honestly. I, I think that's, that's kind of the point that I want to get to is, um, so my first in-house job, you know, working as director of marketing, I, I remember the discussion with the boss, you know, which boss we're talking about, you know, Mr. Billy Bill. And, <laughs> and one of the biggest things <laughs> that we, you like really bothered him is just, just like, I think that, you know, my address and my phone number is all messed up all over the place. And I remember my first exposure to citations was really before I probably even called it citations. I thought they were mostly business directories, which oftentimes can be very confusing just to add to the, I mean, they kind of are, they, they, <laughs> that's essentially what they are, right? They're, they're business directories, but you'll, you'll see that sometimes that it's not so much directory where people would go there to really find out about the business as it is. It's about like their location and it's very like location, you know, map, geo coordinate oriented. Um, so yeah, that's when it's like purely probably a citation. And the worst part is that 
most of these websites, I can't imagine what their traffic actually is outside of like people updating citations on Gosh, them. zero. But it, it, it's got to be insignificant. Like think about like best of the web or hot frog or if, if these are new words to you, um, new website names. It's because you never go to them, right? And the only reason I know about them is because I have to go to them to like update listings about different locations. I have like 700 locations I have to keep track of. So Gosh, that number goes up every conversation. Remember when it was 10? No, it was always like 500. Yeah, well, they keep opening more stores, unfortunately. So I guess I'm doing too good of a job. <laughs> no, it's all you. Now they're, the salespeople selling franchises are doing a great job. Yeah, they are actually there. So they're <laughs> opening 10 this, this month, actually. So it's, it's doing pretty well. Um, but, you know, that one thing that's important to note about citations, there are two different types. Um, there's a structured citation and there's an unstructured citation. So a structured citation uh, you can really just kind of look at the URL of where it's at, right? So if it has something like a city and then a business type in it, and then, you know, your the name of your business, think about like how that is like structured, right? And it's structured in such a way to like Google know very quickly, like what, it, what, what you're talking about from just like the URL. Um, and so anything like that, which would be a business directory is what Ryan was talking about is a structured citation. Uh, things that are unstructured, are just references to your, your business, your name, address, phone number out there, your NAP on other websites. And so this could be like a ton of different things. Like you could sponsor a little league and they have a page on their website where they're like, Hey, thanks to our sponsors. Come visit blah, blah, blah at this location. Right? So it's still a reference to your NAP that's going to get crawled by Google, but it doesn't have that actual structure in it. Um, and, and necessarily on the page structure to like Google, like, no, like this is what an app is either. Um, to, uh, it's still really valuable. They're, they're both extremely valuable in different ways. I would say structured ones aren't, aren't as valuable as like unstructured because it's essentially like a link from a, a local source that's endorsing you as where like anyone can get, you know, structured citations, um, which is what we're going to talk about next, how you get them. Yeah, sure. And um, that's always what I was would have liked to know, you know, eight years ago, instead of me going in, and then doing quotations of the you know branded search term, and then going through literally dozens, if not hundreds, of locations and trying to figure out, scratching my head, how the hell do you edit it here? And then finding out later on that there's aggregators. But the question I want to ask you to really kick it off is if there are these mean aggregators, right? And you said that there's eight of them or so. When I when I was even attempting to do all this, I I think that there were three or four, so I don't even know what happens, but how come people just can't go to these big dogs and be like, just do it right the first time? Why are people going through so many different channels, so many different hoops, talking to like local SEOs and citation companies to do it if the aggregators at the end of the day are the ones that are supposed to be doing it? Well, because all of them aren't created equal. And I say all of them, I mean the aggregators aren't, right? So some of them have relationships with third-party tools, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's about money, right? So a company like Yext, has been able to capitalize on their tool set with all these other, bring all of these other websites into the fold and allow you to like update your stuff in real time and suppress duplicate listings out there. So being able to suppress duplicate listings is as important as being able to update incorrect ones, right? Um, but not all of them have like gone with the X. So it's like split. And there's some of them that like don't, don't want to sign up with any aggregators. They want to control that data themselves and they want to charge you whatever fee a year to like update that information that you're going to end up having to pay. 
Um, and so that's really the main reason. The, the interesting thing is like, if you did nothing at all, um, it, it would your business would probably be in all of them at some point. It just might take a really, really long time. It, it would take probably too long for you to enjoy like a, a lot of really good rankings from it, especially if someone has an aggregator. Right? Like a hundred like years? It, it wouldn't take that long, but it, w- it would take a while. Because um, one, one of the bigger issues with citations, even once you get the information correct or updated or whatever, I mean, some of these websites have millions of pages. And so the information isn't necessarily indexed by Google in a very timely manner. So if you're not like forcing it to get indexed with like a tool or something like eliteindexer.com, uh, I don't get any kickbacks from that. Oh, one. what was that endorsement? Wait, are you making no. deals without me? You I'm just kidding. Uh, I do use that one, but obviously we don't make any money off of anything from them. Um, but uh, there's, there's a bunch of them out there. Uh, but if you're updating the information and then once it finally does get indexed, uh, it takes actually like probably about three months for it to really influence um the ranking algorithm uh, on local i think so anyways wow that's kind of uh, that's kind of a ways um and it's funny you mentioned that the index citations because we don't really treat backlinks the same as citations even though citations do have the benefit of a backlink i i would never look at a citation strategy as like the same as an authority building strategy because citations websites are literally going to be like thousands and thousands and thousands of pages obls through the roof i mean you're yeah gonna have control like of the anchor links time. links are only good if your competitors don't have them um if they do have them it's going to be diminished right so if everyone has a yellow page link um you're not going to see like a big benefit from that um so that's why link building is is really a separate discipline and should can be it, it shouldn't be lumped together with this um and also that will more influence like the organic rankings below the maps, which moves way, way faster, right? Like you can build a few links and within, I mean, honestly, like a week, you can boost something with that if it gets indexed really quickly. Um, especially if like whatever is linking from like goes viral or it has like a lot of traffic going to it and it, it can super boost it. Um, so, you know, like local SEO is, is a slow, long game for the most part, especially if it's a pre-existing location that has a bunch of screw ups in, in the citation side. I've I've seen I've seen like um, big jumps in the maps typically, but not just because of citations. You have to do like a lot of things maybe like simultaneously. And I know this isn't a, a podcast about local SEO because um you know we're talking um not really gonna be talking about a lot of these these disciplines, but um citations you know plus getting reviews plus optimizing the profile maybe um could could help. But you know if people are really situated in the maps already and they're already doing a lot of great things, it's gonna hard to be. It's gonna be hard to break in that three pack. Remember that seven pack, man. Those oh were, man, that was those great. Were the days seven that would, freaking map uh, That, that would change my life. If they brought that seven, back. Then I remember went to five. Then it went went to three. So um, as far as like citation opportunities, you're you're talking about, and I know this is almost like interview style. It's probably only gonna be the the last one where I put you in the spotlight directly and ask you a question. But it's something that I've often thought about and talk about Bring with the team. Bring it. So, uh, so you know, for, for me, if it's going to be this situation, not going to be the easiest question. You might not even know it, but we'll see. But I'll <laughs> so, make something up. I don't know. Let's, let's, go for let's it. find out. Don't tell anyone. This is really what you think. So what I was thinking about is when it comes to backlinks, one of the great things about it, you know, building authority for organic positioning is that you can just do a tool you know, whatever you like, you like your HRS or your SEMrush or whatever, uh, SpyFu, whatever else you like. And you can get backlink analysis. You can uncover a big portion. And then you kind of have a backlink analysis that probably will establish how someone got authority, why they're ranking well. 
But with people being on maps and we know how important citations are and how much they can influence your position on maps, how do we kind of create like create a report or get a breakdown of the citations that people have been acquiring? Is there a tool that you use for that to find opportunities? Uh, that's a good question. So there's a lot of tools that will audit your listing and, and a lot of whatever you want, whatever you put in there. Um, so you can audit competitors, but I will say that a lot of them aren't super accurate because they go off like their own historical index of it and not necessarily what's actually live on the site. So I can have citations that I know are live that I just made like a month ago and it'll show in that tool that it's not there. It doesn't exist. Right. Um, and some of them it's like, let's say if you're using something to manage them, like, like a, like a Yext or whatever, uh, sometimes it just takes a while for it to get updated on that site or, or get made. And there's nothing you can do about it. Like there's no way to like force it to be made outside of what you've already done. Right. Um, so ultimately, so this is what I do. I don't necessarily worry about what my competitor's number is. There's like a, a range. Uh, there's like a number that you want to hit for citations and it's like, you want to average over 80. And there's been a lot of studies on this. Um, and like, that's sort of the magic number for the websites that are in the top three in the map pack. Um, so if you can hit that number and go above it, you're, you have a really high likelihood of like ranking in the map pack, especially if you have an authoritative website and you have an organic ranking to go along with that, like locally, um, you're usually going to do pretty well. Um, so, I mean, one of the best ways just to see what's out there that I've always done is I just Google a nap. Um, I Google out of like the competitors and see like just what's indexed and what shows up. Um, and that'll show you like a lot of stuff that maybe you didn't even like think about like local directories and, and crap like that. Um, but I mean, again, you can use all these tools. They're only going to show you the websites that they like have some sort of connection with or like a historical index with. It's not always going to be accurate. So you're going to have to double check it. Um, you know, like it'll give you kind of a starting point. But at the end of the day, like the, I think the best way to do it is like you just start Googling stuff, especially if like you know you have a problem, like you have a, like a duplicate listing out there with the wrong phone number, like Google the wrong phone number and just see everywhere that it exists, right? And then figure out how to like get rid of it. I, I think I think that's great advice. And I think that's one of the, if there's something that is like something to look forward to or something beneficial about the citation approach or your citation campaign supposed to a backlinking campaign. It's that if you do find citation opportunities, it's oftentimes going to be much more within reach than like a backlink strategy because with citations, like everyone can really access the same citations as opposed to like you do a backlink analysis and they're like, oh crap, my competition is going to be no number one forever because they have 50.edus and they have a Forbes article, they have above the law article, they have like all this great stuff. But citations is a little bit more level playing ground because it's like, okay, I see what they're doing. They have very like cohesive nap. You know, they have a lot of great citations. They've been number one on maps forever, but I do have access to more citations because I'm going to put in a, a little bit more effort than them and then maybe you can compete. So, you know, it's one of those things where it could end up being like low hanging fruit as opposed to like a full blown, expensive, yeah. timely backlinking campaign. Well, I am, I am going to give a little bit of advice at the end of this, some stuff that you can do to, to boost your citations that are going to help you too. Um, so, you know, let's say all things are, are equal here. There's only 80 out there. There's only 80, like all your competitors have 80, you have 80, right? What are you going to do? 
Well, I mean, a little, a little bit of that's going to go into like the authority of your entire domain. If you're a more authoritative website, you're probably going to rank higher than one that's less. Um, it's not all the time, but like, you know, I'd probably say like 80% of the time. Really? Because Kyle was doing a pretty good job though a few weeks ago to spell in the whole thing and not, not to like completely yeah. write it off because I, I, like, I still agree. I still agree. Whatever Kyle did, Google undid it after they figured it out. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so. that's, that's fair. But just in, in my, my line of work, it's just a little disheartening um, to see the listings pop up without even a, a website link. Yeah, um, it still it still happens, which effectively means that it's not pointing to a landing page with authority, and it effectively also does say that this listing has um, acquired a spot in the top three without observing any authority whatsoever from oh, a, a landing. Page. Yeah, and, and there's the whole. I mean, there's a whole ranking factor list of things that that's pretty accurate. I mean, one of the things that's biggest on there is like the keyword and the name of the business, right? So. Um, you always see people stuffing keywords in there. Like I, I work in like the phone repair industry. I love it. So <laughs> it works, it like, works guys. <laughs> like, like this is the name of a business. No joke. It's like whatever repair, fifty nine ninety nine iPhone screen repair, Samsung repair. Like <laughs> that's a DB <laughs> repair near near me. Like that's the actual name of the business in Google My Business, right? What? So it's it, fraud and and just uh, lead generation websites are are all over the place in maps because like. It, Google does give a lot of weight to there being um, a keyword in, in the name of the business, unfortunately. And, and when you think about it, every link that you build with the name of the business is going to be a link with the keyword in it when you're doing that too. So That's it's pushing true. all that stuff up. And it's branded. And um, yeah, yeah, it's branded. Isn't that crazy that like something can, as silly as that works? And you can try and get them removed. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, I don't really think Google gives much of a shit about it because they don't make any money that much money off of like Google My Business yet. They're, they're like, so, they're like, click on our LSAs. Stop clicking on that organic stuff. Like, get over it. Yeah, they'll they'll ban your like AdWords account for just doing legitimate stuff. Um, <laughs> but you know, the, when the when it comes to spam, they don't really care. Um, and the maps. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about. I am going to end with with some stuff that you can do to boost your your rankings and your citations and the power of them uh, at the end of this. But let's talk about some tool sets that you can use. So if you're like, hey, starting a new business or I have an existing business, there's some crap out there I need to fix. Well, what do you do? Uh, I got some great tools you might want to check out. One is Yext. We hate it. We've talked about how much we hate them um, before in the past because you know they are i would say they're the leader in citation management wouldn't you i i mean as far as uh, how many people use it yes their business model seems to have changed quite a bit over the years though well yeah they're 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 trying to become more of like um like a landing page company where they you can build and send traffic to landing pages and all types of stuff like that. So they're definitely trying to like venture around to other areas, but I would, they're still probably the most profitable and they have like the biggest budget of like any of these tools. Um, there's some smaller tool sets. Um, I would say bright local is another one. And, and that's a much lower price point. Um, like Yex is going to cost you probably like at the cheapest three seventy five a year. Um, for one location, right? And you're going to have to buy this license and they have like tiers of how many like websites are in it, depending on what you get, you end up paying 500 a location and it just sucks, Jeez, right? It doesn't sound like they changed that much at all. Jeez, making, yeah. not making a good case for them right now. Well, I, I'm just saying like it, 
if you can afford it and like that isn't you know you got a ton of locations like go ahead and do it um if you're like you know maybe you got three locations or one location there's there's other options i would probably go to before that unless you can get like a really good deal where it's like two hundred dollars a year or something like that you know like they're running a special um the other ones are bright local um and white spark so both of those are, are pretty good tools um they're pretty good at auditing and telling you like what you need again they're they're not always like the most accurate you're gonna have to like manually go in there and check it yourself uh but they have some pretty good connections um the way that white spark works is like it'll tell you you don't have anything on this website and if it has like an api connection it'll allow you to build it through the tool you won't have to like do that and if you don't it'll just link you to like the page where you submit your business information usually there's like a fee for that though it could be something like i don't know twenty dollars a year up to like eighty dollars a year for some of them um some of them are like really shitty because like it, it'll allow you to like uh add your business listing, but if something's wrong, you have to pay a yearly subscription to update it, you know? So like you could have not put it on there. They could have just crawled some other website and put a listing for your business and it's incorrect. And then they charge you to put the right information there, which is insane. Right. Um, but it's, it's just sort of how it is. Um, and then the other one, bright local works pretty much about the same way. Right. So they're pretty, pretty equal tool sets. Uh, the other one that's like kind of a cheaper option, uh, SEM Rush actually has a, a citation management thing now. Um, I've used it before. It's it's a lot scaled down to compared to the other ones. It's a lot cheaper though too. Um, so if you're not like in a super competitive niche, you might like check that one out. And I'm just Moz, gonna I'm just gonna say that one stinks. Uh, that one stinks. Based off of just that, uh, Have you know, they they were gonna come on the podcast and they kind of just wasted. Oh yeah, time. you know what. Yeah, I don't like them anymore. So <laughs> yeah, they they were like is going, better too. going back and forth and decided that just like for some reason they they just don't want to do it. So it's like, oh, I think they stood us up on one of the uh, calls too. Like it was literally scheduled and we were waiting in the room and they didn't show up. Oh yeah. So, so I'm gonna say that the SEM Rush um, citation checker is probably bad. So how about that? Don't use SEM Rush. They're garbage. Um, and then we'll move on to the other one, which I'm about to test out um, with my friend's business right now, which is Moz Local. Now I use Moz Local back in the day. Um, you can scan, you used to be able to at least scan your business for free in there and it would show you the accuracy of the location listing. Um, and now I, it, it was really limited to the amount of websites that it could update stuff on. I think there was like 15 on there, but they were kind of the major data aggregators. Uh, some of them aren't, aren't like a traditional data aggregator, but it could be like Yelp, right? So it'll tell you what your listing is on Yelp. If it's accurate, you're still going to have to go into Yelp yourself and like update that. Um, it'll tell you like what it is on Facebook, but there isn't really like an API connection with like Facebook like that. So you still have to manually do it, but it's at least giving you an audit and telling you what information is like accurate out there. Um, it's pretty affordable too. Um, it's one of the cheaper ones. I think it, I think they all are like yearly fees except for bright local um and white spark i think those are like monthly fees but everything else is like on a, on a yearly basis cool I um i think that um i really like white spark and especially to like it's it's just nice to work with like companies that are trying to be kind of like thought leaders too and like putting out good content doing conferences have you know people that know like local seo that write blogs and articles and contribute i yeah. guess to the community and i think bright local and white spark maybe white spark especially yeah, they, they do their own like webinars, which that's a great point cool. out. And 
And I believe if you ever um, are listening and you want to check out a good source to learn about local SEO, it's a pretty good source um, is the local SEO forum. Um, it, it was purchased by an agency um, called Sterling Sky that, that I've used to do like audits before in the past. Uh, and they're definitely very like white hat. Um, and I don't say that as a compliment, but they're smart people. They know what they're, they're <laughs> you doing. Say, are you not envious? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I would necessarily like, uh, I mean, maybe I just like, you could say that I break the rules, but then there never were any rules, Ryan. So no, what is this talking about? No, um, exactly. But, uh, I mean, they, they're definitely like a, a white hat, um, business. Right. Uh, and, and so you'll, you'll learn some good stuff on there. Um, but the, one of the, the head people at white spark, uh, regularly contributes to that forum. So you can talk to him. Like you can like, re- like he'll answer your questions. He's like a cool person. He's answered stuff for me before. Um, they'll post case studies. Um, anytime there's like algorithm updates on the local side, they send stuff out like right away. And they're like, this is what we're seeing. Cause they can see like, like the whole, you know, like a uh, mountaintop level of like how everything's being affected from all their accounts. So um, yeah, they're, they're definitely like right there. Um, there's some other, other agencies out there that, it really would only matter if you have a, like a lot of um, a lot of lo- locations, like enterprise wide, that that aren't like available just to like a small mom and pop shop um, that I've checked out before, and they're they're pretty great too. Uh, I would I'm not necessarily gonna give that if, if you what, really. What did you arrange in advance again? Just tell me. As, as long as you get paid and you give me like a portion of what you arrange. Oh, no, I di- I didn't ra- arrange anything in advance. Um, I was actually like. Um, checking them out against like Yex, but they ended, like Yex ended up giving us like such a good deal. Like I, I couldn't. End up well, you, you actually have like a higher level, like, like a manager, right. Or account manager, just because of like you spend yeah, I got, X or you have X locations. I got like three, like full-time account managers, like on our, on our team, oh, like for our account. So they like spend a lot of time on like the stuff that we give them. Cause we're, we're a really big account for them. At least I think we are. Well, I mean, that's just like one interesting point that not every one of our listeners has one, two, five, ten locations. If you're listening and you have dozens or potentially hundreds or of fake or real locations, virtual offices or brick and mortars, there's going to be some sort of different arrangement or there are different uh, teams yeah. that you're going to want being proactive. Yeah. Like I can, neg- I, I can negotiate a much cheaper like location price like per location than what the average person can because we have so many of them right so there's like a lot of leverage there um and th- so there's there's some other tools out there but like if you want to message the podcast um or email us I'll, I'll tell you what they are but um you know i'm it's not really useful for like the average listener because you, you have to have like a minimum of like a fifteen thousand dollar investment to like get an account that's, so that's that's some real money, Paul. But um, what happens if people have fifteen dollars? Um, so <laughs> that gives you like um one last thing, and this is something it's not it's not a question, it's not interview spotlight for you, but um, you do go into your, I don't like saying Fiverr, but places like Fiverr, maybe like your Concur Legit, and they're actually selling uh, packages or smaller packages for smaller businesses that are citations and not necessarily um, links, and I feel kind of like or citations are a little bit more like homogenous where you don't have to worry about them being like spam. Like they're just citations or citations. Um, do you kind of yeah. agree with that or, or do you use maybe something else? I mean, you want to check out, like probably start small and see how, how the, like with the work that they do is right. Um, but I, I'm glad that you brought that up, Ryan, um, because even, 
But with the best tool, you're not going to get to 80 for the most part. Um, you're not going to hit that magic number. So you're still going to have to do a little bit of the work on your own. Uh, so I use a great guy that you introduced me to. His name's Labdi. Uh, he's in India and he does a freaking who fantastic. That, who the heck is that? I don't know. Who's <laughs> that? Yeah. Um, really? You guys, yeah, cool. You guys used him. I, I got it from Corey, which is your... your uh, oh, oh, yeah. You know what's funny is uh, now that you mention it, it's um, when I have a uh, clients, potential clients that are like, so, you know, you're doing like all this work. Do you outsource anything? Like, what about your content links? I said, listen, I, everything is in-house from the content to web dev to on page to even the backlinks. It's like not even that common. Most people outsource it. But I was like, but listen, there's one thing I'm just going to be straight up with you is that we 100% have a third party for citations because I would not wish uh, citation building on my worst enemy. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's monotonous, especially if you're doing it for like a backlinking. Backlinking can be cool when you're like, cool, I have access to this like DA30 website and I'm going to get a good piece of content. I'm going to control some of the, you know, the the extra links. Like pitching, like if you get a a pitch accepted on like a big time website and like you get an author profile on there and it's cool. Yeah, people are like, I got a link here, right? And then who in this world is going to be like, I got a citation here? It's like, no, no, it's no, awful. So no such for, thing. For 50 cents a listing, he will, his company, he's got, he's got several employees. Uh, they'll audit your stuff out there. Uh, they'll find like where it's missing and they'll add it for you and they'll find all the stuff that's wrong and they'll tell you and they'll fix it for you too. So you're telling um, me that's what I already do for my clients and I didn't know it? Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, good and for so me. I get a hundred additional citations that they find out there, and they add to each location that we have. So we're well over that eighty, um, that eighty average number. All uh, right. We're so actually, we're, we're doing that right now, currently, um, with with several of our locations. So. Oh, awesome! Glad we found him. Shout out to several to, to Lab D seventy five. He's doing it for him right now. So shout out to a part of our process that I forgot <laughs> about. And actually, I don't. I will uh, recommend LabD. He's, he does a great job. If you are interested in using his services, you can fucking email me after this, and I'll, I'll give you his contact. Uh, he's he's pretty great. Honestly, that's high praise. I mean, you take your citations pretty seriously. So Ooh, and you and you I talk do. trash about everything. <laughs> so, um, so, but the the other thing about it is like you can manually make a lot of these things. Honestly, like not all of them have to go through a data aggregator, so you can do the work that yourself. If you just Google like list of citations, there's probably a website out there. I mean, I might do this after the podcast and put it in like the description of it just to help you guys out um, of all the websites that you can just mainly go and build those on. Uh, it's a pain in the ass. It's boring. You're just submitting for like a profile. You're making a profile on a website and you're doing it a bunch of times. So it's um, literally the worst. It is. It's the height of, of tedium. Um, and then you have to make sure it gets indexed afterwards too. Right. So you know, you can do it if you're poor, you don't have any money or you just don't want to invest in it, whatever it is, you can do it yourself. It just takes a really long time. Did you just say poured or it's like you're poor and bored at the same time? Oh, oh poured. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it came out. Oh my gosh. That's, you're definitely going to be great. bored. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, let's say you just, don't, you just don't have the budget for that kind of stuff. You're on a sh- shoestring budget. You can do it on your own um, for the most part. <laughs> So that covers that. Now let's talk about one thing that I really, really like. Uh, I'm really giving out some secrets here. Um, and that's how to power up those citations, right? Um, and it's really easy. You're going to go back to a traditional thing in SEO and that's link building. 
Uh, so if you link build to your citations and you provide authority to like that page, it'll pass that authority on to your website and it'll make that citation more important, actually. Uh, one, one thing too that I should mention is that it actually used to be a practice, not not really, I haven't seen it as much in the past couple of years, but it used to be a practice to actually rank citations because oh, yeah. because they were it would become so they're already uh, um inherently so authoritative that you could actually just piggyback off the authority and, and rank citations so we used to rank yelp listings yeah you remember that that's a really great seo tactic called barnacle seo um and it can be used on a ton of different websites uh it's used a lot in reputation management where let's say there's some bad press about you out there when you your business name so you start building profiles and on high authoritative websites and you build a bunch of links to those with your business name in it. And all of a sudden the only thing in the top 20 are these websites about yourself, right? So think about it like your Yelp is a good one, your Facebook profile, your uh, BBB profile, right? Uh, it could be like your uh, um, class glass ceiling. Is that no glass door? <laughs> glass ceiling. <laughs> no, no, we're smashing the glass ceiling this yeah. year. Uh, glass door is another anything that's like super authoritative and if people can comment on it and there's like user generated content it's even better right and so you might even like find some ones that are, are oft used right and add some user generated content of your own making to it to help boost that as well um, and then just build some you can go to Fiverr and build crappy links to that because like it's not going to hurt your website uh, in the end it's going to hurt Yelp right um, and Yelp has probably unlimited backlink profile. Like I can't even imagine the amount of backlinks that point to Yelp. I can't, it's, I can't it, imagine. It's like you can't even probably count it. Why, why you want to hurt Yelp? <laughs> hate Yelp. Why you hurt Yelp? <laughs> <laughs> Anything with a Y. We've gone, we, we've done a podcast on this before. If your business starts with a Y, you're probably shit. Yeah, right. You love Yaxt. Like you just no, said, you literally like those three account managers you have at, at Yaxt are like your favorite people in the world. I mean, they're nice people. Uh, mm -hmm. But as a company i don't love it um, remember we, we got to bring back the, the the fives i mean i'm sure that we can revise it was yellow pages it was yaks it was yahoo it was yelp and what was yolo yeah okay i was just yodel. making sure it was still yodel because my god what a bad company is that even still around i don't think so i i, I hope it was acquired by um by fine law oh really no <laughs> No, no, no. It's Match like made in heaven. Um, it's Reach Local is the next one. Uh, you know what's funny is the Reach Local uh, reps will reach out to us and they'll be like, hey, um, do you ever, if you ever want to um, refer really cheap people to us, we're, we're open to having that conversation. And I'm like, no, that's no, good. not ethical. I'm not going to have them, <laughs> like, you know, if they have a three, 200, 300, $400 a month budget, I'll just be like, just put it into like LSAs nowadays. I was like, I'm not going to have them give it to you. But pretty much anything with a Y we discovered Agreed. is like the worst customer service, usually the worst business. So going back to powering these bad boys up, yeah. if you're interested in doing it, a really great way of doing this is you kind of interlink them all together. And one of the ways you can do that is with Web 2.0s. So if you don't know what a Web 2.0 is, um, you're pretty behind in the times. And uh, you should probably get on top of that and figure it out. But <laughs> that's it. No, no help. Just a call. <laughs> but I just want to denigrate you on being an asshole and not knowing it. Uh, no, uh, you know, think about just uh, websites that you can make a website on, right? Uh, so 
WordPress is technically Web 2.0, right? You can build your own, you know, whatever your business is, .wordpress.com on WordPress. There's tons of them out there, right? Um, and they're free, which is great. And they can be extremely branded, exactly what your website is. You never get dinged for any of that. But it's a great opportunity to link to all of these other citations on there um, for places to for people to find you around the web. Um, and then you, so you build several web 2.0s and they all link to each other and all the citations are on there and everything's linking to everything else. And it's going to build up that authority for that location with it. So the, it's also going to give you the opportunity to build an unstructured citation with your app on there as well. Um, so the, the more of those you can build, really the better off that you're going to be. Yeah, doing that like that kind of pass through authority is like it's still it's interesting because you know we do it with um links all the time and it definitely works with passing authority but it's it's also interesting because at the end of the day there's there's still kind of that um fact that citations are tied to some sort of level of authority yeah definitely so keeps things um, interesting one of the things you can also do i i didn't really talk about it um because it's not it is a citation it's a really not white hat thing to do is you can build maps with pinpoints in the maps with like nap info about your location. Um, and the tool that you use that is called batch geo. You used to be able to do this in Google maps, right? You could make like custom maps within Google maps and it would get indexed. And then Google realized that like so many SEOs were um, doing this uh, to affect the rankings as we do, right? We find some exploit and we just go all in and it gets ruined for everyone. And so now like those uh, maps that you make don't get indexed uh, on Google at all. But there are several other map maker websites out there that you can do this on and they will get indexed. Uh, but most of the time it's, it's a paid service. So Batchio is one, there, there's several other ones you can check out. So hopefully uh, you guys learned something from this podcast today that, that'll help you in your quest to rank in Google Maps in 2020, what's left of 2020 anyways. Um, and, uh, you know, if you guys have any questions at all, uh, feel free to hit us up. Um, you know, you can contact us at seosaidnotherlies at gmail.com. We usually respond pretty quickly on there. Uh, you can leave a YouTube comment. We usually see that. It comes in my email, so I get to see them if they're left on there. But I haven't left anything. We haven't posted anything new on YouTube in a while, and I need to, like, I need to upload probably, like, 20 20 videos in there. <laughs> really? That's it? What happened yeah. to our intern? Oh, he didn't, help. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't do any of it. Yeah, but feel free to reach out to us uh, there, or you can leave a comment on Podbean, which is the the thing that we use to publish our podcast. It's pretty good. They don't give us any money from this, but I've been pretty happy. With oh my God. Time. How many times now everyone's convinced we do make money because we, uh, we don't, I, I honestly don't make any money. Oh, uh, now you said honestly, and then that's even worse. All right. Really, we don't fine. even right. advertise. We're going to come clean. No, we don't make any. Um, no, but yeah, if you leave a comment on, on Podbean, we, we see those actually and we respond to them pretty quickly as well. Um, but, you know, be sure to like, share, or subscribe anywhere that you see our podcast at and you listen to it, um, whether that be like iTunes or, or whatever it is. Do they still have iTunes? I think they went away, right? Isn't iTunes like the best way to get podcasts? I think it's like the Apple podcast app. Oh, I don't, I don't know anything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Stitcher or any of the, there's like a Speaker. million podcast websites. Yeah. There's like a crazy amount. Um, Podcasts are still popular, I, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, be sure to, to like, share, subscribe, or if you want to leave us like a review with comments or whatever, or you just want to hit us up because you want us to talk about a particular subject, feel free to, to reach out to us. We love hearing from you guys. 
Yeah. And if, if you, I love to get the first comment. That's like, I didn't know that people could actually talk about citations for over 45 or 50 minutes. I'd be delighted to, yeah. to concur with like, that. I couldn't believe people could talk about <laughs> citations <laughs> and I don't know why they did. Um, yeah, you can leave that too. We'll take criticisms. I don't give a shit. Uh, I don't care. We want to know. Yeah. Like whenever we ever cared, give us, yeah. give us, you guys sound like assholes. That's fine. That's fine. We like, <laughs> Fantastic. Listening. That sounds good to me. Hey, yeah. well, we're the one trying to share the information at eight 30 on a Monday. Yeah. So whatever. Okay. But anyways, we just want to say thank you so much for listening. I'm Paul Warren. And I am Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO's Dead and Other Lies. Hey, Paul, have a great night. Bye. Bye.